Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. A warm welcome if you're tuned in on the Wendy Bell Radio Podcast. It's super great. We boil an hour down take out the commercials and the back and forth with Brock and me. And we put it like 39, 40 minutes. It's super easy to get. Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Give us a like, a follow, a share, maybe a five-star review. But thank you so much for just being a part of this. We appreciate you. So we got a problem with food. Food insecurity in the United States of America in the year 2024. We've got this Department of Agriculture report that tells us that 44.2 million people lived in households that had difficulty getting enough food to feed everyone, up from 33.8 million the year before. And those families include 13 million children experiencing food insecurity, a jump of nearly 45%. And we're scratching our heads. We have the greatest country, we have the greatest farmers. The hardest workers, the most fertile land, and people who know how to do it. And we have a government that wants to get involved, gum up the works, and make everything an onerous, complicated disaster. And we're all going to scratch our heads and be like, I just, I don't understand why, I don't know, people are hungry, what's going on? Well, If it's a problem in this country, to the degree that it is, according to NPR, wouldn't you think that people who farm should be celebrated? Because you know what? Farmers don't stay in business if they're poor farmers. If you go to a farm and you buy meat or raw milk or cheeses or whatever, or you get produce and you consume said products and you get sick, You know what you don't do? You don't go back. You know what you do do? 
You tell people about it. Oh, I wouldn't go there. I don't know about that. I had a bad experience with that. I don't know. I'm going to go give them a review. That word spreads real fast. Amos Miller is accused of doing something that we've yet to see any proof of. And I doubt our federal government. I have grave concerns about the integrity of the Department of Agriculture. If we have Tom Vilsack in charge, at least as the writing of this article, I don't know if he's still the guy. I don't care. They all suck. And he's wringing his hands over food. Aren't these people elected to solve freaking problems? Isn't he elected to get out of the way of the farmer? Should we not have a government that wants us to do the best that we can do for the betterment of everybody our ripple effect should touch? Well, in a normal world, yes. But when you're under the the purview of a global world order of suck, this is, is what you get. You get the overreach of a tyrannical government rolling in and determining what you can and cannot do. So the Department of Agriculture comes in at Amos Miller's Amish organic farm. Dude's been doing it for 30 years. He's got 4,000 individual people who buy from his business. His food without antibiotics, without hormones, without additives, without preservatives. Or a pivotal part of so many people's diets. And the health benefits of eating organic are undeniable. So the Department of Agriculture rolls in last week after a years-long debate with with Amos Miller because he refuses to inject crap into his meat that the USDA USDA wants you to have. Why? Because it makes things better for you? Or just the opposite? Amos says no. So they shut him down. We got a report that somebody got sick over here. So we're going to take some samples. But it's way worse than that. They shut down Amos's production. And it's not some small thing. It's not some, you know, drive off the highway and there's a little stand with some tomatoes. This thing is a production. It's what he does until last week. And then until yesterday, when part two of the drama unfolded. I want you to hear Chris Hume. He is the reporter for the Lancaster Patriot who broke the story. He's also the reporter who started the Give, Send, Go fundraiser for Amos, which now is up to almost $130,000. Crazy, right? I want you to hear this. He's on the premises as the feds roll back in and extend the cease and desist for, for Amos for more than another month, effectively destroying his business. Listen. This is Chris Hume with the Lancaster Patriot here in Burdenhand, Pennsylvania. I'm on Amos Miller's farm. And just moments ago, state troopers and employees of the Department of Agriculture came and served an extension of the detainment. Extending this detainment potentially up to 40 days when many of this food will be spoiled and no longer fit for consumption. Behind me is Amos Miller's farm store. We're inside. Hundreds of items are being detained by the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture from milk to walnuts. The state is telling Amos Miller and his employees they cannot serve hungry people with this food. Detained under the status tyranny of Russell Redding. So far, no Republican legislator has the courage to defy this order. This man-made order telling Amos Miller he cannot serve 
hungry people. There are rumors of food shortages across the nation and the world, and here in Pennsylvania, the state is telling Amos Miller that he cannot feed his neighbor. The detainment of his food extended once again, who knows how long. When will this end? When will the state allow Amos Miller to feed hungry people? Well, stay tuned for more as we will develop, we will deliver updates as they come. How about some real journalism there? Isn't that amazing? A guy you've never heard from at a publication you've never heard of actually doing the work. Where are the crickets? Crickets for all of the other reporters. Where is the legislature? Where is Pennsylvania's General Assembly? Where are you people? Doing nothing. You know, I can describe to you, too. I was reading some of the comments from the 1,700 individual donors who've opened up, opened up their hearts and their wallets to Amos Miller to chip in. And the number, the number of you who have been patrons of his, and you talk about the immaculate conditions inside, there's nothing out of place. The degree to which this guy jumps through hoops because that's what they do. Not because they're being inspected, but that's how you handle food and you deal with your family business and you run a farm and you run it successfully for 30 years. The outside of the building, just judging by his live report outside, immaculate. There's not even bird poop on the side of the building. There's not any rust. There's no trash. Do you think Amos Miller would do something that put somebody in jeopardy? Of course not. And he agreed in years past to let these regulators, these health inspectors, come in. But when does the health inspector become the guy who shuts down your whole life? Well, here's audio soundbite too. Shortly after Chris Hume gave us that report from Amos Miller's farm, he gave us this one. This is Chris Hume with the Lancaster Patriot. I'm here on Amos Miller's farm. Behind me, I just walked through his operation. There is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of items of food that are tagged, detained by the state. Multiple freezers, walk-in coolers, so much food that Amos Miller has been producing and storing to serve to his neighbor that the state wants to shut down. I walked through this facility, it's clean, it is organized. I would like to buy my food from here and the state wants to tell me I can't. But you know what they want to tell me? Oh, you can go down to this restaurant in Philadelphia that's been signed off by the state. That's safe for you. But no, you can't make your own choice and come here to Amos Miller's farm, meet the farmer, shake his hand, look at his operation, and make your own decision to buy your food from him. This is the nanny state that wants to prevent me and you from doing this. And if we don't stand against this, there will not be operations like this. If you give tyrants an inch, they'll take a mile. For more information, go to LancasterPatriot.com. This story continues to develop. Mr. Hume, touche. And thank you for that. You see what's going on. Because this is what they did during COVID. They shut down mom and pops. They allowed the chosen winners to stay open. The Walmarts, the Home Depots, right? Winners over losers. Kneecapping you. Amos Miller feeds thousands of people. And the point is, they don't want him to. Why would that be? Don't go anywhere. We're going to stay in the Pennsylvania area. Something interesting about voter registrations we got to talk about. It ain't looking good for the left. It really is not looking good. The details next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.
Don't think that we're not being replaced. Of course we're being replaced. And you see it. I want you to hear this Jerry Nadler. I, I have so many words for this slug, if you will. He, he just is such a, the epitome of all things lousy in the Beltway. Just, ugh. And he said something yesterday about these, these immigrants, right? I want you to hear very carefully what Jerry Nadler has to say about the work that these migrants do. Why we have to have them, of course. Sounds very much like Nancy Pelosi from a few, few months ago. Listen. And we need immigrants in this country. Forget the fact that the farm, that our, our, our vegetables would rot in the ground if it weren't, if they weren't being picked by many immigrants, many illegal immigrants. The fact is that the birth rate in this country is way below replacement level. Why is that? Which means our population is going to start shrinking. And the ratio of people on Social Security and Medicare is going to increase relative to the number of people supporting them. Remember what I told you last week about China? How they're in a total panic because their birth rate is just plummeted for a variety of reasons. You're going to tell me, Jerry Nadley, Nadler, by the way, New York, can you not do better than this cat? Can, can we not do better? He is an embarrassment. He is a sloth. Right? And he's going to say, we need these people to pick our fruits and vegetables. Our birth rates are going down. Why ever would that be? Uh, why ever would that be? Should we be talking about now fertility as well? What changed in the last couple of years? What could have impacted any of this? We're not going to say the the real part out loud here, right? Jerry, you dirtbag. I want to read you this, and I think it's enlightening. I think it's helpful. I hope it continues and stays to be a, a trend. Democrat, this is from the Epic Times. Democrat voters flipping to the GOP in key swing state ahead of 2024 election. Voter registration data shows Pennsylvania Democrats switching to the GOP at twice the rate Republicans are becoming Democrats. I don't know why a Republican would ever become anything other. I don't know why I take that back because I switched to when they told me Mitt Romney and John McCain were the, the best the party could do. I said, screw you. I bailed on the GOP and I became a, what did I, I'm a libertarian, right? With Donald Trump, I switched back to the GOP. Let's listen to this. Democrats may be in for disappointment in Pennsylvania if the, uh, of course, system isn't rigged, which we know it probably is. As of December 18th, 35,589 Pennsylvania voters have flipped their party affiliation from Democrat to Republican. That's in 2023. That's more than twice the 15,622 Republicans who switched to the Democrat Party baffles me how that happens 15,000 people who knows the numbers mark a continuation of a trend from last year in which 60,553 Democrats became Republicans and just 23,203 Republicans became Democrats in Pennsylvania Democrats are also opting in greater numbers to be unaffiliated with either major political party, with 18,887 making that choice this year. So in total, 54,476 Democrats left the party in 2023, contributing to an overall loss of 149,449 registered voters since November of 2022. So 
in my state, if you could take out Philadelphia and Allegheny County, where where Pittsburgh is, maybe even Erie, though I think Erie is changing. If you could take those and, and get rid of them, right? We would be a red state. Every other county almost is a red county. But because of what's going on corruption-wise, voting-wise, whatever in Allegheny and in Pittsburgh, this is where we are. Where Democrats hold a, an advantage of 438,000. 438,000 more registered Democrats than Republicans in Pennsylvania. Now, does anybody out there have any mystery in their mind about why I'm so ready to leave? Because it goes back to my monologue. The feeling of being completely insignificant. Of being able to move no needle. Make no effect. Because when you have hundreds of thousands of people who refuse to be honest about what's going on or who vote on single issue things like abortion versus the overall safety, security and well-being of the country. I can't beat that, but I can choose to not be part of its tax base. I can choose to not be part of that. And this is your mass exodus. California, Illinois. New York. Why are we scratching our heads? Why is everybody leaving? We've got such great stuff going here. It's disgusting. Everybody knows it. So enough of the incompetence already. I do believe the 14-year-old Vanessa, who we talked about in the last half hour, who's basically homeless as, as an eighth grader in Los Angeles with a sick mother and a brother who needs her, Right? A missing $1 billion from the Pentagon in stuff that was shipped to Ukraine. And these clowns want 60 plus billion more? Where's the German uprising here? We'll continue the conversation coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So if they can, if they can take someone who went to the Capitol on January 6th, three years ago and they can create a fictitious story and they can create a theatrical performance to sell that story and they can impact a judge and a jury and have those people convict you for something that you did not do that did not even happen And you can be thrown away. Are we surprised at all that they came to Amos Miller's farm in Lancaster County and shut him down? I want to read this to you quickly because I found this site. I want to tell you about the $1 billion worth of crap. Our Pentagon is lost in Ukraine. I know. (gasps) What? You guys are... I know. It's so surprising. What? They spent a lot of money on crap and don't know where it went? Well, I do know that Vladimir Zelensky's mother-in-law has a pretty nice $5 million new pad in Egypt, and that the reporter who broke the story suspiciously died afterwards. But let's not get into that. Pennsylvania, at this is the site, foodsafetynews.com. Who knew, right? Pennsylvania ag officials search Miller Organic Farm for the source of shiga toxins. 
All right, Shiga, Shiga, I don't know. Here we go. I want you to I want you to hear this. This is how preposterous this is. This time, the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture executed a duly issued search warrant on Amos Miller and Miller's organic farm. That's an important comment. And you'll find out why in a second. The state's responsibility was to determine if raw eggnog or other unpasteurized raw dairy products produced by Miller were responsible for positive Shiga toxin producing E. coli tests in Michigan and New York causing human illnesses. It is against federal law to sell raw milk and raw dairy products across state lines. Now, there are multiple problems with this. Number one, how are you going to believe and trust any alleged testing of any of Amos Miller's products when you already know you can't trust Joe Biden? And by the way, who knows that somebody didn't come to his farm, shop in his store, buy some products, and then drive to New York across state lines. Ah, don't ask stupid questions. Pennsylvania State Police provided security goon squad for the state agricultural officials who conducted the search on January 4th. Now, this is interesting. Miller, Amos Miller, in a third consent degree, decree rather, agreed that the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service had access to all of his properties. He said, come on in. I have nothing to hide. You don't trust that I can police myself? You don't think I know what I'm doing? Come anytime. Come unannounced, but don't lock me out of my farm. And how dare you slow walk an allegation of suck. Well, we understand he sold some contaminated eggnog to people. And so, you know, who knows what the hell else he's doing? Really, did he? Or are you just little juvenile dirtbags in our government who want to be in charge? So in... In keeping with the overall theme of suck, let's move on to this. It's ridiculous and completely expected. Headlineusa.com. Pentagon did not track missiles, bombs, and other weapons sent to Ukraine. Oh, great. (laughs) That's, That's fantastic. Let's... Let's review what we know about our fabulous government, right? They withdraw from Afghanistan in a ridiculously and embarrassingly haphazard debacle. 13 young men and women who should not have died, died. We had a president so ambivalent about their deaths. Not only did he watch his, check his watch, during the transfer of their bodies. He talked about his own dead son when talking to the parents who did speak with him, right? We leave tens of billions of equipment, including guns and tanks and trucks and helicopters and missiles and RPGs and all this other stuff worth tens of billions of dollars, which now the Taliban have. And you know that because the day after the explosion and all that jazz, the Taliban were seen flying one of the helicopters above 
the city there. Really? Above Kabul. That's your government. That's your freaking military. Wait, we have a we have a head of our military, Secretary of Defense. God knows where the hell he is. If he even has cancer, if he's, who knows what the hell's going on with him. Nobody's communicating. We're involved in three separate wars now that you're funding. We have a Department of Defense and a Biden administration that drained our military stockpiles and shipped half of it at a minimum to Ukraine, right? This is the same government that wants $60 billion more dollars. We have a Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, who's sounding like he's approving that, who must go now, of course, too, right? And we're all supposed to be like, eh, so you lost a billion dollars in missiles. I'm sure it's nothing, right? I mean, Chicago Public Schools lost $23 million in iPads. I mean, like, of course our military lost a billion dollars in missiles. You don't think war is anything other than a giant money laundering operation. That's all it is. Another expert compared the level of corruption in Kiev as approaching that of the Afghan war. See, that should be a different line. It should say another expert compared the level of corruption in Kiev to almost matching that of the United States. Now we'd be talking the truth. So let's go. Confirming what many have suspected for nearly two years. The Defense Department's Inspector General reported Wednesday that the Pentagon failed to properly track more than $1 billion in weaponry sent to Ukraine. According to the report, wow. <laughs> it failed to track roughly $1 billion of the $1.7 billion in, quote, enhanced end-use monitoring or EEUM weapons sent to Ukraine. These enhanced end-use monitoring weapons are those that have a high risk for being diverted for other uses. What? Wait, what? You mean we're giving them stuff that they can then sell to other countries for other reasons and maybe have them use them on us? What? Is, is that That's possible? Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. What do you think is going on here? The IG report didn't say whether any weapons have actually been diverted for other purposes, stating that such issues are beyond the scope of our evaluation. Does anybody know how to how to do their job anymore? Do we have like a work ethic issue in this country or what? Because I, I haven't heard one elected official recently do or say anything that was worth a rip what do we have in congress we have hunter biden and his stupid lawyers and his gaggle of of media hacks create a theatrical clown show stunt and and it absolutely baffles the 453 members of the House of Representatives. Uh, now, how are you supposed to have a great country if you elect sucky leaders? It, really? Rand Paul comes out. Did you see what he tweeted out or what he's been saying? He said, watch out. Because Mitch McConnell, the jerk that he is, is working with the Senate GOP 
to basically betray all of us and to go along with this horrible plan to spend more money in the Middle East, 60 billion more on Ukraine, and a negligible kind of sort of bit at the southern border while still allowing 1,500, couple thousand, 15,000 people in a day, whatever it is. That, that is your government. This is why nobody's pushing back for Amos Miller. They, they don't know how. There is no backbone. There is no warrior. There is no someone who's just strictly straight up badass, who's fearless, who says, I don't care what you want to drop on me. I'm going to fight for this guy. We need to find these 85,000 missing migrant children. Enough spending of our money. Where is that besides Donald Trump? Right? While the IG report focused on these weapons that are supposed to be used for later, there have been some credible media reports of widespread theft of all sorts of equipment in Ukraine. It's so weird. It's almost like anybody could have seen that happening. It's sort of like the CARES Act money. How many people got rich off of scamming and asleep at the wheel government that was just worried about Bob Menendezing their own pockets? Give me my hundos. Let me put them in my pockets. Where are my gold bars? Got a diamond? Got a sports car? What gotcha? And we're supposed to be surprised by any of these developments. And it's so ho-humly, haphazardly reported. Like, yeah, It's just a billion dollars. This is how you get $34 trillion in debt. This is how you steal the American dream from Generation Z. This is why kids can't get together. They're not getting married. They're not having kids. It's all by design because they must have the chaos. They have to have the chaos. The system has to break. It has to be flooded. It must be overwhelmed. People have to drop to their knees and say, I can't take it anymore. And I'm not even close because we're still angry. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Wendy Bell Radio program, this green climate garbage, it's like war, right? It's all money laundering. It's all filthy nonsense of suck and Hertz. <laughs> you got to love Hertz rental car company. They do something pretty significant that kind of puts a fork in the whole idea that you should get plug-in vehicles, okay? I'll tell you what it is coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So credible media reports of widespread theft of all sorts of equipment in Ukraine. It's, it's so shocking, I know. For instance, Pulitzer Prize winning reporter Seymour Hirsch reported last April that Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky and other top officials have siphoned some $400 million in U.S. aid. I hate everyone. I hate to say that. 
But these people all know that this is going on. All of you idiots who flew over to Ukraine on our freaking dime for a photo op of suck with your dumb little lapel pin. Because that's going to move the needle. I stand with Ukraine. Well, you know what? I stand with 14-year-old Vanessa in the Los Angeles Unified School Freaking District who's virtually a foster child because they're living in a hotel like shelter. But let's by all means, $60 billion from for Vladimir. It's not for the people of Ukraine. It's for the slush fund. Come on, right? $400 million. What a dirtbag. So let's talk about this. This is almost shocking too. Report. This is from Breitbart.com. Report. Army staff, quote, baffled. Baffled by sharp decline in white recruits in the last five years. I'm, I'm going to go with you should be baffled by the sharp decline in all recruits. Nobody wants to serve a government that sucks. The military used to be such a great career. It is one of of rules and honor and service following orders. But yes, doing something collective for the betterment of of we the people. It was something where you could raise a family as a member of the military. Now it's garbage. And I don't mean to offend people who are in it. That's not what I'm saying. The Army's recruiting of white soldiers in 2023 had dropped by almost half in the last five years, according to a report. The dramatic decline has coincided with the push by the service to increase recruitment of a more diverse population. Maybe enough white people were like, they don't want me. Why would I go put my life on the line? And when I get there, I'm going to have to take some stupid LGBTQ training module. Or I'm going to have to serve with a transgender person, right? We have to worry about what pronouns I use instead of getting blown away somewhere in a foreign war I ought not be in. But because we've got to monitor the money laundering operation for the people in charge, right? Here we go. Who wouldn't want to sign up for that? I, too, am totally baffled. I used to think that my son Christopher, until he became a monster of a human being, he's just giant, would be great in the Air Force. He was always interested in planes. He spoke for a hot second about the military, and I kind of I kind of perked up. He was much younger. Donald Trump was president. I thought that that's a no that's noble. How how honored I would be, how proud I would be to have one of my sons want to go serve in the military. It lasted for a hot second. And thank goodness. I wouldn't want any of my kids being a part of this. It's shameful. It's embarrassing. And the people who are good people who are in the military, who've been forced to get vaccinated, who've been given edicts, who are supposed to sacrifice themselves when their own government won't go to bat for them. And we're baffled that white recruitment is down. Huh. 
Military.com reported Wednesday Army internal data showed that a a total of 44,042 new Army recruits were categorized by the service as white in 2018. That were even even doing this. Do, Do you look at a room and do you assess the race of the people in the room? Because if this is your fascination, if this is your obsession... Then, then you're not concerned about, about safety and security and sovereignty. Military.com reported what? 44,042 white army recruits in, in 18. That number has fallen consistently each year to a low now of 25,070 in 2023. The outlet reported a 6% dip from 2022 to 23, which was the most significant drop. No other demographic group has seen such a precipitous decline. Jeez. Why do you think this is? Who is the most discriminated against person in America today, aside from any Jew? Because that's a fact. I'm going to say it's the white, straight man. White, straight man. And if you're Catholic, then Christian Catholic, forget about it. Right? Demonized. You're the butt of every joke. You're the goofball and the silly greeting cards. You're the one they make fun of as the clown on television now. You're the boob of the ads in the commercials. White straight dudes. You're the new punching bag. You're what everybody ought not be. Right? I'm shocked that white men white people in general, don't want to join the military. Why would you want to be harassed, to be hated, to be disrespected, to be dictated to any more than you probably are at home, right? It's for all you husbands out there. I'm sure we're going to have some of those men, those jokes coming up. Bad joke Friday. But literally, this is where we are. No other demographic group has seen such a precipitous decline. They're checking out. I'm checking out. I don't want to be a part of it. It's like Gen Z checking out of the whole homeownership thing and instead renting these luxury apartments. So you have no equity ever. You earn nothing. But you don't ever worry about losing your place. If you could just maintain that one thing, right? And it's cheaper than a mortgage. Yeah, we're going to give up on that part of the American dream. It's by design. So what's going on with the Houthis? And, and what, is the, what are these airstrikes? And what are we doing? National security expert John Guandolo, former FBI agent, years with the Department of Defense. He's going to join us with his expertise on this, what we need to know. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Mm-hmm.